This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Brooks over there touching the keys. I saw that. <laughs> he's playing. He was, he was playing. He was playing the song live for you guys, in case you didn't know. Uh, this is Tailgate All Talks, me. episode twenty-four, week twenty-four. We don't take no breaks. We keep going. Um, March Madness, man. It's been it's been so much fun to watch this so far. I've been loving every second of this. Honestly, I haven't been this into it in past years, but then now that we got the podcast and the bracket. Loving it. Um, so, guys, uh, make sure that uh, if you are listening to us, uh, that you do press that subscribe button, whether it be on Spotify or iTunes. And if you are on iTunes, make sure you drop a rating. Make sure you drop a review below. Give us that five star and say something nice if you want. If you got some constructive yeah. criticism and, and we all suck and we're boring, let yeah. us know that, too. It doesn't matter. We're here trying to get better at this for you guys. Slap a five star on it still though. <laughs> <laughs> still press the five, please. Please, please press still uh, still press the five. Um uh if you're not already, make sure you follow us on uh, on Twitter. It is at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh so make sure you give us a uh a search for all on all of social media platforms. Uh we're still working on maybe expanding at some point here, but all of those platforms are growing at a very good rate. Uh, thank you, everybody, so far has followed us. Thank you, everybody, has shared, liked, uh, and joined in on all of our uh, shot bets that will be put on the on, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you're looking for our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, you can find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a 1. Uh, lastly, any sort of, uh, comments, questions, anything that you have for the show, anything that we can help you or help us, uh, better, better perform the show for you guys. Uh, make sure you send us an email at tailgate at gmail.com. Uh, again, thoughts, questions, send us anything you want to know about the show or want to hear us discuss on the show itself. Uh, so I guess let's just go ahead and jump into the episode. Um, we have the tailgate talks bracket challenge going on right now that's been a lot of fun again i i know i just said it earlier but uh we had a ton of people show out for this shout out to dustin for for reeling a lot of these people in um right now we are looking at in third place we have we have a tie but it's gonna i think the split would go to, to Corey hayes if i'm not mistaken right yeah based based on projected points right he's got the advantage so, Jillian, if you're out there listening, oh, there she is. She just said hi, friends. Hey, how you doing over there? I see you right there in third place. Unfortunately, that Illinois picks. Hey, that's her of... dad in first. Oh, that's her dad in first? Yeah, that's Papa Fransky. Bro, they're trying uh, to steal our money, man. Her mom's doing good, too. She's in the top ten also. Man, all, all uh, my family's doing The Fransky sweep coming. <laughs> right? Yeah. If, if y'all get so first, second, third, 
uh, we're, we're gonna prorate the amount you get. Uh, no, um, y'all are doing y'all are doing great. No, we got Jillian in, in there in three B. We got uh, Corey Hayes in three A. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll call it that. The official tailgate talks pod that we argued and bickered about and and fought over and and had to draw cards over is in second place. Yeah. I'm, I can't I can't believe that honestly because some of those picks we were doing we were just kind of mm. being like goofy about it, it was like nah nah yeah. i want this one to win just to win let and the cards decide and it's turned out right it shows you how much it, this takes to actually pick like it doesn't yeah matter. You can't but you look this. at our problem our problem is we don't have the ability to score a whole lot of points going down right. the stretch because no. i think we had ohio state and illinois and oh, yeah. <laughs> so no, no that, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna stay in for long a lot of these people that ended up picking illinois are going to be really screwed whenever yeah. this gets to the final four and, the, and then the championship. Harley, you're not doing too hot. Oh, I'm doing horrible, dude. I, I was doing <laughs> good at the beginning. I was doing all right, you know? And then, like, my my uh, my round of uh, 32 just shot me down. I, I was. I got to uh, shout him out because he's listening on Facebook. Ricky, you're it. down, like, towards the bottom, man, like 300 <laughs> points. You're in 53rd place, dog. Wow. Out of, out of how many? I think we have 58. 50. 58. You okay. still got 1100 coming out, so you There's can a get up the board. There's a chance. I made a nice run up there on Monday. I see you up uh, there. You're so. in sick. You're showing in, in sick. Yeah, me and Dustin are tied. Yeah, oh, Dustin I tweeted it out earlier that Damn. really the people you got to look at, Corey Hayes, Chris Gonzalez, Chris Perdue, Brooks is kind of hanging in there. All those potential points. Lauren Davis. Yeah. My boy Chef at uh, Rambling Podcast. They're up there. Oh, he's doing. Oh, is that potential. who that is? Yeah, those yeah, potential really points nice. is what's what's going to really come into effect yeah. this weekend. Uh, again, la- later on I, with Gonzaga, I'm not getting man. that many as much as that as I'm projected because I have a finalist team that's already out. So, yeah, same. I well, I- Illinois really kind of messed up. I think but Illinois people there in the brackets. top five. So yeah, a lot'll change soon. Oh yeah. No, it's been fun. It's been a ton of fun. Thank you, everybody, for for participating in this, obviously. Uh, so right now, that's where we're looking at. We got Eddie uh, in, in first place. Uh, we're, we're, we're just going to chalk it up to Corey Hayes in second. Uh, are we still counting ourselves in this one, the official one, or are we just, like, taking our bracket out of the out of the running i mean if we place we're gonna brag about it but yeah we're not we're not <laughs> okay i was about to say i was like this. i don't think we're taking any money on this one so no, uh, no. second place for the money is, is is Corey hayes and then jillian looking like uh, she's in third over there uh, but we are gonna brag like i said uh, we if we will... <laughs> there's there's just it's literally you're rolling dice on every round there's so many upsets we'll get into it a little bit later but been a crazy crazy march madness i think um so again uh guys uh we don't have any big t-shirt giveaway these the last week this week and next week uh it's going to be all kind of focused around the the tournament itself uh first second and third place also get a t-shirt along with their prize winnings so that is uh, that is where we're at with the t-shirt giveaways at the moment Ah, uh, Roger's like, uh, y'all need to move out of my way. Where are you at, Roger? I don't see you. He's hanging around there. Where is he at? I can't see it. Anyways. Um, so anyways, uh, that's going to kind of wrap up the, the opener for right now. We're going to go ahead and jump into Texas Tech Sports. Going to talk a little bit about the basketball team and how that fared out, fared out for us. We'll talk a little bit about baseball. 
they have their first uh, first loss uh, in in recent uh, weeks. So we'll discuss a little bit about that. This is uh, Tailgate Talks Club Red. <laughs> So, uh, oh, you're tied with Brooks and Dustin at six. All right, nice. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I couldn't tell which one was yours. Nah, you should have had I... sad music intro this segment. <laughs> uh, this is just want, want, want. No, we we did okay. It would have been nicer if we would have beat Arkansas and we had our chance to, but we'll we'll discuss that here in a second. Um, so uh, as as you can already tell with with Brooks's uh, extremely happy demeanor about this. Uh, Texas Tech basketball has been knocked out of the tournament. It got knocked out in the round of 32 to Arkansas. Uh, what was the final score on that one? The 68 to 66. 68 66. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so not the showing that we were all kind of hoping for. Uh, it, we'll discuss that. We'll, we'll go ahead and jump into that. Um, Brooks, what what happened in this game? I, I, I know we've probably said it all year long, but why did we not come out with a W out of this game? I felt like there were so many chances for us to take this over. What do you think was the biggest part that got us? Uh, this game just punctuates a frustrating season of many games like this that we watched that came down to the stretch and we just had the inability to make the plays that win you those types of games, you know. Um, it was very frustrating <laughs> Uh, there's several times we've lost these games just thinking you defeated yourself and shot yourself in the foot too many times. Came down to simple things as like making a free throw or making a layup. Yeah. And, you know, then instead of doing that, you're now at home watching the rest of March Madness go on. And just frustrating, man. It's It's been a season of these types of games. And you think after being in like 20 of them all year, you know what to do down the stretch but you know mac who comes in and we celebrate at the beginning of the year like he's gonna make free throws blah 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 misses a freaking one and one (laughs) to start and that that's huge now instead of being tied you're still down one and then tj misses a layup and then kyler misses a layup and foul or no foul those are pretty pretty uh should be pretty free should be shots that you make so you know that that's all frustrating um that's not the way you wanted to go out i think when we were down by 10 with about eight minutes left i finally you know hey we're probably gonna lose this game it's kind of losing hope but you know was yeah you know that's kind of what we expected from this team right and then all of a sudden we make a then we then we make a run and like (laughs) oh shit that's what tech does to you they give you that little sliver of hope and then just Hung boom, sweep you, you out from under your legs let them get a lead oh man eight to one possession game so so from so so, is over here making threes i'm like what is going on <laughs> like so from what i from what i gathered in this game it was mostly just that last they weren't able to close it out uh they had probably about like eight points almost on the table in that last minute that any one of them could have tied the game or given us the lead. Um, Dustin, what, what, what's your thoughts on this, uh, on, on their way out the tournament? How are you feeling about this Texas Tech season? Uh, the, 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 is this kind of what you expected the ending to be? What, what are your thoughts over there? Eh, I mean, 
by the end of the year, yeah, I did kind of expect this. I was like, I hope we win one, and then we'll kind of see where we get after that. Yeah. yeah, it's like Brooke said, and I tweeted it out, like, fundamentals of bite you in the ass in the tournament. Like, make layups and make free throws, and we didn't do that in the last three possessions. And yep. we only lose by two, so you could end up winning that game pretty solid. But, I mean, not disappointed. I mean, it's disappointing compared to other years, obviously, but – I didn't have as high as expectations as other years. So it's yeah. not as like crushing. It sucks that we're not playing this weekend, especially when we could have, and there's such a hole in a lot of the tournament now uh, with some of the upsets, but I would say disappointed more like I'm already looking forward to next year because we could be bringing a lot of dudes back. So yeah. that's, that's the upside here. Very true. There were there were so many upsets this entire weekend or this past weekend, man. It, it was like yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> I, I, I still can't believe it though. Like I know we Hold were on. one of them, but just we so got a many. whole segment for that. <laughs> so many insanity. Um, so season in review. Uh, if we're looking at it as a whole, uh, Dustin kind of put a put a good statement on it, which was this is kind of not a surprise. Uh, you know, we, uh, like. I was hopeful. Uh, we did, re- you know, we did well in that first game. We had our chances in this one, and it kind of—it's it, how the whole season went. Uh, every single game, there was a chance to win it, and that's the very—that—that's at least what I'd like or what I want out of this team. But uh, you know, obviously, being a fan of Texas Tech and a fan of Texas Tech sports, you want them to win all those games, but. They're competing now, and I guess in, in, in all in all, this is a better stance to be in than just not at all. Like, I don't know. Um, Brooks, how, how are you feeling about the season in, in whole over there? just feel like there's a lot left on the table. I yeah. uh, feel like we came into the season like pretty confident in what we had. Um, you know, we were expecting a deep run and as the season went on, you know, your expectations change. And I think like Dustin said, it was kind of just at the end of the season, it was just get to the tournament and get a win at least, and then kind of see what happens. So you're able to do that. It's, it's, you know, getting to the tournament and getting a win is always nice. Um, you keep that streak going where you've made it three straight tournaments and you've got a win in each of them. Um, but you know, just like a lot of the season, there was a lot of wins to be had and just frustrating. Cause you know, you have the guys that could win those games yeah, and you couldn't, and it's just, it's a frustrating season, but at the same time, you know, glad that we got to have it. Um, thankful for those guys, you know, sacrificing all that they did to, you know, get through the season. Um, and give us something to root for and watch. Uh, and, you know, they left it all out there. I, I was proud of the way they played in the tournament. It's it's frustrating to lose that way, but I thought Kyler, TJ, McCuller, I thought those three guys just, like, played their asses off in the tournament. Um, so, yeah, now it's just take our expectations at the beginning of this year and just kind of move them to next year. <laughs> Basically the case, so. Good transition there. Um, so, Dustin, you, you kind of touched on it a little bit. Uh, what are you looking forward to in the offseason? What do you think it's going to be? Uh, what, what what are your uh, way, 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 way too early expectations of the next season, 2021, 
think a lot of it depends who stays and who goes. Um, we only have one guy who really no one has to leave because they got a free yeah. year. Yeah. Even even Silva, who is a senior, could come back as a super senior, give Ooh. it one more year if he wanted to. But, I hope he does. Um, obviously, we lost Namari Burnett, so there's a spot that's open. We only have – And Antoine Oh, that was yeah, yeah earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. So long ago. That, was... that makes him even more – all right, good. So we have a transfer spot. Bring somebody in. Uh, <laughs> we only have one recruit on the ticket right now, and that's Jalen Tyson. He's a legit-looking dude. Of course, he's like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, Perfect. forward-type guy. But Bucket. Yeah, looks like a walking bucket compared to all his videos he's put out there. Um, so that's an exciting get to bring in. But reason we don't have that many on the recruiting list is because our lo- roster is pretty full. Because okay. I don't see – Besides Silva possibly leaving, TJ is kind of on the fence. I'd like to see him come back, especially after like the year that I think he's seen like Jamias Ramsey have in the G League. Yeah. Didn't really work out for him. I think he could stay another year and instead of being a late first, early second round pick, come back, try to get in that top 20, uh, improve his status, develop a lot more shooting. Uh, could have a really big impact if he comes back on our for our team. But we're bringing back almost everybody, and I think that's a big deal and a good deal because I think that was part of our problem this year is they could never figure out how to play together. Um, I mean, it just came with injuries, COVID stops, all that good stuff. Yeah. What, Brooks? I had a great comp today that I thought of for okay. this team. Okay. An, in, an NBA comp that's okay. currently a really good team right now, the Utah Jazz. The team kind of reminds me of the Utah Jazz. Last year, they get Mike Conley and Bogdanovich, and everybody's like, ooh, are the Jazz a finals contending team? And they way underperformed everybody's expectations. Mm -hmm. Mike Conley wasn't super great last year, and they barely, you know, made like a six seed and got knocked out of the the bubble real quick. I mean, fun series, but still first-round exit. This year, they've had some time to mesh. Yeah, and then they come out and they're the best team in the NBA so far. I feel like, oh, man, we have those pieces. It's like they're getting used to still it's, playing and going through that grind together. In the last like five or so years, that older teams do a lot better yeah. in the tournament in yeah, college because they played longer. Obviously, their bodies are more developed. We have the best yeah. strength coach in the country, so you keep Matt, Kyler, TJ, Kevin McCuller. I mean, those four guys alone, and then you saw the development of PV in the last three weeks. Like he, he was coming along hot. Mm-hmm. You had a guy like Jalen Tyson coming in. Like you have a really good squad, a top ten type squad next year. I think right out the gate. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna. The other thing I was gonna say to it is, you know, those guys stay if TJ and Max stay, which if I were them, I I would. And selfishly, I want them to, but like doesn't said, I. If the goal is making the NBA, I don't think they go yet because I think they'll either one of them um, tries to go, they're going to go G League and you know out of the out of it for a while, or you can just have a nice G League career. But that's not the goal. I think if they stay, Beard's like this is all in, and we're going to go get us like two grad transfers maybe, and this is our championship run here. We're going to go all in for it. If you Which if you return you? most of these guys, you go get like one two more pieces and. They'll be solid, dude. Every single team I see that comes back another year, like that they don't try and one and done it, uh, phenomenal the next year. So I, I that's a very good take, honestly. I do see us taking that very deep uh, next year if we keep 
the bulk of this team together. Uh, what do you got, Dustin? No, that's all I had, really. I mean, it depends on Mac. Yeah. Even Silva, if he comes back, could be a good addition. I mean, he's a smart player in that. I don't know. He's, he's, he, he did great underneath, and he's still what, eight to eight to ten points almost every game. TJ, I don't see Matt going quite yet. TJ is a little on the fence guy. We'll see. But it depends the, on them. The whole point of Mac even coming to Texas Tech to begin with was to improve his draft stock. And with them taking an early exit in the tournament, um, <laughs> he's still probably not too much further than he was last year at Georgetown. Like, or a year before. Yeah, he's, he's back because you could see later in the season when teams wanted to deny him the ball and lock him down, yeah. he didn't really score that much. They did. No. Yeah. He's not really on anybody's draft radar, is that mm-hmm. like I follow? And, you know, TJ really isn't either. Um, like I'll see him on like a late first round, but, um, the people that I listen to a lot, they didn't talk about Jamias at all last year. Mm-hmm. And then we saw Jamias fall the second and I'm listening to them this year and I have, you know, just try to keep track of who guys they notice and whatnot. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, it's, no. it's, it's tough cause the money's there and what's, what's it risk another year of college and maybe you get hurt, oh. maybe things change, but. Um, I but the, what, what, what's the alternative? Go go take the risk, drop out of or stop a uh, stop playing college ball and go play either G League or uh, overseas in Europe, and then nothing maybe, wrong with that. Nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with it. You can but have a good but career. what's their what's their goal? Their goal is to get drafted into the NBA. So if that's yeah. their goal, then they need to go for that. That's just my take on it. I, I the problem is they're gonna have dudes in their ear telling them you're gonna be a top 20 pick and then you fall to like the second round yeah. i'd still test the waters if i were him i'd still go do like the training and i wouldn't sign oh, an agent sure. i would just try to get as much like feedback as i can and then come back yeah that'd be probably the smarter choice there um so all in all uh i'm gonna pour good. one out to texas tech basketball season i owe you know, a shot uh, from like two weeks ago so i'm gonna go ahead and pay that debt right salute here. to that one it, it was a good it was a good run and it was fun to talk about either way so we'll miss it <laughs> it's like whenever football ends like i'm just kind of bummed out like now that texas tech season is done with basketball i'm a little bummed um so all in all uh, in reality they were high as they were lows but it was it was still a good season, not a great season. We didn't have greatness, and unfortunately, in the Big 12, it was a rough conference to make it out of. Um, kind of wish it would have seen a little bit better, better shown from the Big 12 in the tournament, but we'll discuss that a little bit later as well. Um, so let's say it went, but in the offseason, if we could work on not having a slow start at the beginning of games, yeah. making free throws. <laughs> and making layups. and No, <laughs> you, you needed to get that one more time out, didn't you? Just one last one last bit of, well, Dustin, what went wrong? Well, we started off real slow. And <laughs> it was uh, literally every single every single week, guys. We And it's been the same problem every single week. But Dustin's come in with the exact same take every single week. Yep. And it's been a good take. It's been an appropriate take every single week. Um, so now that wraps up the the Texas Tech basketball season for us. Uh, obviously, we're still going to be covering the rest of the tournament. We'll be talking about that uh, in a little bit later in the episode. Let's go ahead and jump over to Texas Tech baseball, where we had a at-home series against Oklahoma State. Um good series we lost the first game we won the next two uh we lo- that's our first loss in recent 
recent uh i guess recent gameplay uh we were on like a yeah. what, 14 and 0 win 15 and 0 win streak 14 and 0 win streak and we were we were coming in hot we had a couple of rough games against UConn, and then we end up losing oda two on the friday night game against uh oklahoma state um well fought but we turned it around saturday and sunday with two more w's so it's good to get some w's in the in the in the big 12 um did y'all get a chance to watch any of these? I didn't get a chance. I saw the scores. I saw we lost. And then I was like, okay, we turned it around. But that's all I really kind of checked up on this. I got nothing for you, but I will be at two of the games this weekend. Are you going to the South Florida games? Yeah, Saturday nice. and Sunday I'll be there. Oh, badass, dude. Um, so, uh, as Dustin said, we'll be playing South Florida over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, again, if you're you're free, go check that out. Looks like some pretty decent ticket prices, too, that are popping up here. Not bad. Um, Brooks, did you get a chance to watch any of the Oklahoma State stuff? No, I was in Vegas. Oh, that's um, right. Just kidding. And Doing cool basketball stuff. was on. So I just – basketball was the priority for the weekend. Yeah, I got you. Uh, so I was just, you know, keeping up through Twitter as much as I could. But yeah. fr- the Friday-Saturday games, I, I just wasn't really – Yeah. You were doing other stuff. Vegas yeah. stuff, living life. Yeah, having how, how dare you having Vegas take my money. <laughs> so, uh, again, Texas Tech baseball still rolling, still doing very well. What are we at at a total? Uh, sixteen and four, doing really well. Uh, no, no complaints here as far as their gameplay. They're looking solid. Teams forming around really well. Again, South Florida this weekend. Go check it out if you're in Lubbock and uh, got some free time. Obviously. They're trying to get more and more people to pack these stadiums as they can open up more and more seats. Um, so that's going to kind of wrap up the club red for this week. Uh, we got a lot to still talk about in the tournament, but uh, we're going to kind of talk about our shot bets in the tournament that we took. The first one uh, we'll discuss is Villanova and Winthrop. This is Tailgate Talks Shot Bets. We're good, streaky! So the first game that we had a bet on was in the opening round. It was kind of a, uh, it was supposed to be a, a, um, what would you call it? Trap game, I guess, to try and lure people into betting on Villanova. We thought, uh, I think unanimously, we thought Winthrop was going to win this one and this was going to be one of the bigger upsets. But Villanova ends up winning this one 73-63. to 63. Uh, Dustin uh, won the shot bet on this one. Uh, and me and Brooks took the L. Uh, oh, jeez. Okay. Hold Another on. one. Another <laughs> one. I wish. Oh, did I got to get that on a soundbite. Oh, oh, my God. Too much. We're fine. Cheers. Uh, I'm covered. I agree. Might be our most drunk episode yet. I think we're we're pushing towards that. Um, yeah, that's what happens when I forget to take a shot. I usually catch up I mean, right after, but last week I I missed it. <laughs> so uh, the second game that we had on that was uh, we posted that on our Instagram page as well as our Twitter. Um, that was the USC versus Kansas game. And uh, USC really close game. Yeah, no, (laughs) USC. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Kept that one really close. Uh, Kansas, I don't know what the hell. I I didn't expect much out of Kansas in this game, and I I shouldn't have bet on them, but oh well. Uh, Just me. I just want to go back to the Winthrop game real quick. What's up? 
We had five people vote Winthrop on there. So Roger. Oh. Uh, yeah, Brooks, Brooks did hype up Winthrop on that one. He did. So they they kind of owe a little bit there. It, 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 Brooks well, hyped that one up. It's his out. fault we're taking these shots. Well, guys, I already paid my fees on it. <laughs> I took my shot. I lost money. Okay. Uh. That was, that, was, that was Roger. Right. He's a little salty over there. Back to, back to Kansas USC. I think he I think he took some, some out, he took some tequila shots, man. He's over there a little salty. Um so yeah, USC obviously laid a smack down to Kansas. Thirty something point, thirty four point win. Literally clapped it. Uh that, that was embarrassing. Uh sorry, I I I went with Brooks on that one. I saw you <laughs> like all right. Um so uh, Brooks won the shot bet. He picked USC. Me and Dustin ended up being Big 12 homebodies for some re- reason, picking Kansas. I shouldn't the have. Shot I for Tech basketball was for this. Ah, okay, gotcha. We'll we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, so I owe another one. Uh, I'll take that here in a second. Uh, this week's first shot bet that we're going to be looking at is going to be in the round of 16, Sweet 16. Uh, first one that's going to be is the uh, number seven Oregon versus number six USC. Uh, USC looking like they're going to be a sixty-three uh, percent favorite. What's the over? You believe our boy uh, Roger there went zero for two last week? Roger went zero for two. I, I think I saw him take a shot bet video though, didn't I? He did. He posted one. Okay. okay. Was yeah, like, it, was, it was quite large. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, maybe maybe he just knew he was going to lose two shots. Uh, so, uh, this week's bet, the first shot bet game of the week, again, Oregon versus USC. Uh, that game is going to be, uh, on the 28th, so four days, was it Saturday, right? That's the first games. Oh no, Sunday game, Sunday game, sorry. Sunday night, uh, looks like, uh, 9 p.m. Central, 845 Central. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, also, if you're not already following, make sure you are following on the social media pages. Twitter and Instagram is where we'll be posting our second Elite Eight shot bet game. So be on the lookout for that one if you want to get your bet placed and put that in and join us on the shot bets for this week. Uh, so Brooks took his two shots. Dustin took his one. I still owe one more. And uh, pick the game. Do we want to pick the the <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we not going to pick the, oh, the shot bet I game. I was like going <laughs> right past it. I was just mo- moving down this thing. Uh, my bad. So. Uh, uh, all right, Oregon versus USC. Um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the upset train with Oregon. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with them on this one. I know I know USC is looking really damn good in this tournament, but I just uh, I've been having fun watching Oregon this season or this uh, this tournament. I don't know. I'm probably it's probably a bad pick. They played one game. <laughs> yeah, I, I've just yeah. enjoyed it. All right. Uh, what do you yeah, guys? Yeah, they got? had a COVID game, and then got a. It was a good. Win. It was a good game. It was a decent win. It was a fun game. game. Yeah, they kicked Iowa's ass. That was good. I'm going I, with the Ducks too. Yeah. Okay. The fighting Ducks. I'm not an idiot. My brackets hard. I'm ducks. following I my bracket. Oh yeah, dude. I do like them. I need them because I'm going on all my picks. I'm going with whoever I picked in my bracket. Oh, okay. I'm not doing the Dustin where he goes opposite of what he picked <laughs> in the bracket. I have no idea. Who cares? Uh, I'm going USC. Go uh, Trojans. There you go. He's already wearing the red. He's ready for it. Uh, but didn't you pick them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you? Right. Like, I picked when we were going through our I, went, I went Villanova just for the podcast, and I won. Yeah. 
Yeah, God. That's that that's playoff. Really There's just no way to predict this shit, man. You yes, try I do it. have I do, do have USC in the Okay, bracket. so yeah, you're writing out yours. I think I no, I think I had Oregon losing in this one. He had Kansas, if I'm correct. Yeah, I, I had Kansas going a little bit further. Anyways, so uh that's gonna be the shot bet for this uh for the opener for the shot bet. Uh me and Brooks taking taking the uh the Nike Ducks. Um this <laughs> And Dustin is back there doing uh, what is that the the the, the Macho mm. Man song? Yes. YMCA. That's it. He's got the <laughs> YMCA going on. I think. <laughs> All right. So uh, again, guys, second shot bet game of the week. We will be to, we'll be sharing that on social media pages. Make sure you follow on Instagram and on Twitter to catch. Drew for Michigan and Alabama. Michigan, Alabama. Michigan, Alabama. It's gonna end up. <laughs> it's gonna end up being that. Please. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be USC. Or, um, uh, it's going to be UCLA versus freaking Florida State. So let's go ahead and just jump right into the tournament itself. Uh, since we're since we're talking about this this lower bracket, we can <clears throat> we can start with the East. That's fine. Um, that was uh, uh, <laughs> we we were already talking about it. We you wanted Michigan and Alabama. Why are you wanting Michigan and Alabama, Brooks? Because that would be the one versus two seed. And that is the only chance we have of having a one versus two seed matchup in the whole entire tournament. And also, and also would make a fun shot bet. (laughs) That would be a really good shot bet, actually. Just looking for matchups in the shot bets. I like it. You know, you're you're baiting the good shot bet. I appreciate that. Um, So let's go ahead and discuss the games so far in this Eastern region. Um, Anything big, anything that stood out to you in this one? Obviously, the Abilene Christian win was 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 epic. I I love that one. The guy who literally sat on the bench the entire game doesn't play a single minute is talking and jumping and bouncing his head. He's looking like a little frat kid, just like hammered on the side, banging his head. And then he's the one who throws the horns down at the camera on the way out. That no, was Abilene Christian. They just started their program eight years ago. Yeah. Didn't have full scholarship numbers until four years ago. Just got a full-time strength coach last year. Yep. Like, this is a brand-new program. Getting mm-hmm. their first win. That's – and – and, and, and against Texas, And against Texas. So, so sweet. Oh and five in the tournament. Bro, you got to love that. Flock a flame out of the tournament. You have to love that, honestly. I Twitter was great after that loss. It was oh, amazing. It was. Shoving that in Texas people's faces. Well, it's even better was that on the podcast last week, I, I called it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that you was my pick. I, I had Abilene Christian, too. But, yeah, I think it was another um, Brooks talk-in. I said that uh, there's always a Big 12 team in the first round that bows out earlier than everybody expects, and that was the one that I was looking at. You did say that. All right. My dumbass didn't end up picking ACU, but. (laughs) Uh, You didn't pick ACU? No. (laughs) Oh, man, dude. You talked me into into picking it. Oh, my God. Okay. I was just saying it was the one that if I was looking at any Big 12 upset, that was the one that I was thinking. But I also didn't really think that it would happen. That was the one that I picked. And, like, the only reason was because you you reminded me that we played them early in the season. I had completely forgotten about that game. And I was like, they fought us pretty hard. Like, I feel like Texas might stumble on this one. You know what? I'm I'm just – ACU coaches are Chris Beard guy. Like they, yeah, he is. He is. He is. We 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 talked about that earlier earlier in the season as well. Uh, Yeah, I thought we'd kind of go through and just like pick, you know, like what teams disappointed and what teams, you know, like have met our expectations and like these regions and 
you know, for me, this is one of my better picks brackets. I had Michigan, Florida State, Bama. Bama. So that all worked out for me. Uh, Yeah, I I had Texas in the Sweet 16. So that was that's where I faltered. But, you know, this one was probably one of my easier picked brackets. Um, I think everybody kind of like that. Like this one was more normal and to chalk than. Yeah, I I think UCLA, UCLA UCLA winning. I actually went and changed my bracket after UCLA won. Cause I thought they would lose to BYU in the first oh, round. And then, the, so that yeah. kind of screwed me. Um, but um, other than that, I mean, this one was pretty, you know, I feel like the best teams have prevailed. I think this is, this is the one bracket where I could say that. Yeah. There hasn't been like a crazy upset. I think there's going to be some consistency out of the, all, all four of these teams out of the East. Uh, that Michigan LSU game. Did y'all catch any of that? Yeah. I was watching that whole thing. Oh my god, that was fun. That was a such it was a fun a, game. It was a great game. LSU had their chances and then just Michigan just kind of kept it kept their distance. Yo, I kept their hate, distance. I and, hate that LSU team so much. Uh, they are such big shit talkers. Yeah, they are. And then they always get stuck on them at the end. Yeah. <laughs> nah. They talk I, so much shit when it's like two to nothing. And then at the very end of the game, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I had LSU actually winning this game uh, against Michigan. I thought that they were gonna pull the upset. We played them hard, and again, I like picking teams that like Texas Tech has faced during the year, just because I've gotten like a little bit of an actual look as to how they play and what they look like instead of just going off of stats. Like, and I knew LSU played hard, and I knew that they had a good three point shot. I was like, this might be a good contest, and and uh, at that point, was. I was trying to figure out which number one seed was going to get knocked out first, and I thought it was going to be Michigan over Illinois. Uh, that that was that was so that was my my reasoning for thinking LSU was going to go deeper, but uh, yeah, one two four and then an eleven seed. Uh, but yeah, speaking of them losing, like that's who I, I I got Florida State knocking them off next round. So just kind of like preview, I, I had Florida State Bama in my lead eight in this. Um, I think I think we most of us I think most of us have Bama out of this region. So oh, sure. yeah, dude, they can. I pick they Bama. Can, they can make some shots because they're one of the best offensive teams. They can literally shoot. Yeah, with, they lit up Maryland. It was like a close game, and then all of a sudden they were just like, nah. <laughs> nah, it was plenty of times this year. They can keep that up. They're looking good. Uh, they should beat UCLA, UCLA. I mean, UCLA hasn't faced anybody like the the BYU game maybe, but then Abilene Christian they they outclassed them. I I I watched that because I wanted to see if Abilene Christian was gonna. Well, was gonna kind of pull it off again. Shouldn't have even won the Texas game. They shot under thirty percent that game. Yeah. Oh yeah. But forced like twenty five turnovers and made. I I was just hopeful. I was just. I was just. And for the first time in history, the refs helped out the team Texas was playing. (laughs) For everybody that's saying that was a bogus call. It wasn't on the dude that shot the layup. It was on the offensive rebound guy who tried to get the ball up, and the other dude was holding his arm. Yeah. Uh, made-up call. It wasn't on the shot. It was on the rebound and putback. So, uh, I think we, let's, uh, let's let's stay low and do do the Illinois the region. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, looking at the Midwest itself, obviously the Loyola region, huh? Yeah, the Loyola region. The Loyola region. Well, well it, it's become that very quickly. Uh, Illinois, obviously, the big story out of this one, getting knocked out. Loyola Chicago. Um, 
I, I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, they, sister, they were, sister Jean is just willing. You, to oh, me. man. Like, like it, they, they got God on their side. They were playing on a Sunday. Like, it yeah. was just, it wasn't going to happen for Illinois. I'm sorry. But that was the wrong time to try and play that matchup. Uh, I, I can't believe the spread that they beat Illinois by, mostly. Like, yeah, they handled business. They're a good defensive team, and they get physical on you. So. Fantastic. They dominated. Memes going around about their big center dude. With the mustache looks like Farva. Oh it's yeah, did I do like? Does that? nobody remember watching him play in, when they made the Final Four run? Like, cause he was on that team. No. Uh uh-uh. uh He was on that team that made the Final Final Four like a couple years ago. But oh my god. Okay, hold on. Uh, we're gonna. No, I mean, this uh, is the here. this is this region and the South region are the big upset regions. Yeah, um, I remember Syracuse made it though, cause I mean Jim Bayon, yeah, that orange boy, buddy, like. Not not surprised. Yep. West Virginia, hey man, I thought West Virginia would eat that zone up with their shooting, and Ooh. and they they, it just didn't happen. Over, like at all. Like what yeah. was that deal? Like I feel like I he could get as many offensive rebounds as he wanted in that kind of zone. Like I I really I had West Virginia in this one too. I really thought that they were going to handle that one. Uh, I I thought Syracuse was going to win that first one, obviously, and then after that, that I really thought. After watching West Virginia twice, I was like, "They're they're gonna blow them out from the three point like." And yeah, this was the this was a big Big Twelve letdown part yeah, of the bracket because Oklahoma yeah, State true. also got shown up by by like other, the last second in the in the tournament. The freaking, other orange OSU team. Yeah, like like didn't they didn't they get their way into the tournament by winning the Pac twelve tourney tourney? Yeah, right. Yeah, so they basically punched their ticket to get in. At the last second, and then then they they go and knock out you know Tennessee, which was supposed to be pretty good. Then they go and knock out Oklahoma State, which was supposed to be pretty good. Uh, and or Oregon State's rolling. I think they're they're on a bit of a high right now, and but they're about to face Sister Jean. So, uh, I, I don't know. Hopefully, it's not on Sunday. If it's that, <laughs> is it the no, it's on Saturday. They got a Saturday game. Oh, and they got a chance. <laughs> uh, there's a possibility. Um, there's a chance. The only predictable thing that happened out of this bracket, I think, was Houston. I think that was the only predictable thing out of this out of this Midwest region. Uh, Everything else, it was it was toss of the coin. (laughs) We were perfect on that first round, and then, (laughs) yeah, then everything went to crap after that. Yeah, it was literally perfect. We we picked it perfect. This is the, the the tailgate talks bracket, by the way. If you're yeah, looking at uh, it. yeah. I, I mean, Illinois is the big disappointment of the tournament so far for me. I I just didn't see them losing. Man, I I do think Loyola Chicago was definitely like they're better. Not, than- they're not seated correctly. They should have been, been six or higher. Yeah, yeah. but I think you're good. I think you're looking at there's probably like three teams in this bracket that were really really poorly seated and then Loyola Chicago, Oregon and USC. I think those three teams all should have been higher. But yeah. Definitely yeah. agree to that. Oregon just ran into COVID stuff and didn't play for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Also true. Games. Um so if we're looking at this, who do you think makes the Elite Eight? I think it's gonna be Loyola Chicago's going to the final four. Loyola and Houston make Loyola. the Elite Eight. You think you think Sister Jean's gonna make a Final Four? You dang right. Ooh. Yeah, she's gonna show up. She's gonna be at that game. 
<laughs> but I, I'm going to talk about it as Loyola Chicago and not Sister Jean because Loyola Chicago is the guys who are doing this. Sister Jean's not. You don't. Are you, are you sure? I'm f- positive. Are you, you sure? Know. I feel like like have you have you ever watched Angels in the Outfield? Come yeah. on. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's happening. I don't know. I don't if know. They make nope. If they make the Elite Eight, we're making that the shot. Oh, has to be. Yeah. Has to be the shot bet. Uh, Houston versus Loyola, Loyola all day. Um, It'll end up being Loyola versus Syracuse or Oregon State versus Syracuse. Oh, we'll take it. I, I hope it is. I hope it is. I hope it is Loyola. I hope that is. Uh, all right. So uh, let's go ahead and move up to the top side of the bracket here. Uh, we'll go left to right. We'll look at the West. Uh, Gonzaga, obviously predictable. They've been. They've been. You know. They've been uh, outclassing their opponents. This game with Oklahoma went back and forth. I watched this one went back and forth for like the first half. They were they were going toe to toe, but it it was uh, Gonzaga in control, but Oklahoma like fighting tooth and nail to try and keep in with this one. But you could yeah. tell that there was never going to actually be a chance of Gonzaga of like Gonzaga losing this. But I watched they this so good. Yeah, like. I watched that one start to end, and I was like, "Okay, these these guys are are literally another tier of basketball." Like you could tell, this was never going to get out of their reach. Uh, but that's what I expected out of that game too. Though. Right, like, right, right. The, the Oklahoma to get there and then handle to begin with, and then Gonzaga just finally beat them down. So um, let's talk about the first bracket buster in this one, which is Ohio. Uh, for me. Not really? For me. Did you pick that? Oh, Brooks is on that from the. Oh my yeah. god! I think I thought that I was like y'all. one of the biggest back bracket. I told y'all here. Virginia getting all tripped over up. That. Yeah, tripping uh, over other people, not themselves this time. <laughs> uh, Ohio upsets Virginia by by a four point win. Uh, we got it right on the show. I got it wrong in my bracket. I still picked Virginia anyways. Should have listened to Brooks on that one, I guess. Uh, next one, obviously, uh, USC in this bracket. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. They've been rolling over this tournament. Uh, it, it's honestly, I think Kansas was the last of what what could be considered the the blue blood uh, basketball teams mm-hmm. left at that point, and smoked them by thirty four. Yeah, you know, y'all guys know y'all know we could have had this bracket perfect. We could have had this whole perfect. But y'all picked. Uh, Wichita State and then Kansas and I was pushing USC hard. <laughs> None of y'all listen to me. Don't blame me. Blame the cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your, if y'all would have listened, should have been better. Bro. Said, yeah, let's go with USC. Like eighty percent of those card flips. Do not blame me for any of this. Yeah, <laughs> hey, right. We did pretty good on this one. I mean, we got Oregon, Creighton, Gonzaga. But hey, honestly, I mean USC has like. The probably number two or three pick in the draft coming out, so they're they're yeah. they're good. They got um, some dudes. I I still have Oregon personally going forward in this game. I know it's going to be rough because USC is looking strong. Yeah. Um, quick, quick, kind of, kind of touch up on this though. Uh, so what is y'all's opinions on this? Uh, I was talking about this uh, earlier in the week on on blue blood teams not showing up in this tournament. Hold on, that's my stat of the week. Is it? Okay, I'm sorry. We'll wait then. We'll talk about it a little bit later. 
<laughs> I, like I'm supposed to know it. I don't know. I'd be a good segue. I mean, just saying. All right. Well, do we want to go ahead and do it? Just do stat of the week. We already said Throw it. it. In. We already in. said it. We already Throw said it. it. Take that for data. Stat of the week: Blue Blood teams. What do you got, Dustin? Yeah, dude. So Blue Bloods. This is the first time since 1979 that. The Sweet 16 does not have either UNC, Duke, Kansas, or Kentucky in it. First time since 1979. I thought you were going to – I thought you're, before you said what your stat was going to be in the Sweet 16, I thought it was going to be that uh, Roy Williams lost his first ever first-round game in the NCAA oh, tournament. One. Yeah, this one, one kind of trumped that. Yeah. I brought that up last week, I think. But, yeah, it's 1979. At least one so, of those four teams in there. So there's your, your blue blood stat. Wild though. Ooh. So so what what is y'all's opinion on that though? Because like we, I was talking about it earlier in the week, and I thought it was awesome that there's more of a uh, there there's more of an even spreading of talent around the nation now, where not everybody's just trying to funnel to these top schools anymore, and it's kind of spreading out a little bit more, or maybe it's the internet like kind of helping people like up their game a little bit while they're growing up and there's more colleges and more or not colleges, uh, training camps. I, I don't know what's causing this, but I like it that there's more of a, a distribution of talent. It feels like, I don't know. Any I opinions? Wild theory. I kind of just made up right now. Go for it. Shoot. Seeing, I, I, I... seeing the four teams on this list and you know, the other like three or four that you consider kind of blue bloods. Y'all have older coaches. Ooh, and I think that okay. makes a difference with this younger Gen Z type generation. I think they want a kind of cooler, younger head coach. Not necessarily the coaching needs to be different, but I think just the relationship and communication is different Yeah, with that age gap. And so Man. maybe that has a factor to it. I mean, you're also seeing more guys now coming from different schools, going to the league and getting that top, 10 lottery picks so you don't have to go to kentucky or yeah. to get those picks yeah that's that's what it is for me is what coaches can get you to the nba right because for a while it seemed like calipari and coach k were like the only guys who are going to consistently get you to the nba yeah. and you know bill self and and roy williams and that's the only way you can go to make the league quick but now it's clear that there's several different coaches you can go to and you can make a jump and get to the league, and that's good for NCAA. I mean, men's basketball has always been pretty dispersed with the talent. You know, you don't have, like, back-to-back champions or anything mm-hmm. like that, but you definitely have a lot of teams that are still at the top almost every single year. Um, and, and it's nice to have new bloods. I think, like, the Florida State head coach, uh, Leonard Hamilton, he calls them new bloods. We're the new bloods. Sure. While they're the blue bloods, Are we new so, Texas Tech I, I, I think Texas Tech is new blood. I think we're up and coming. I I think we're definitely if you know we're definitely one of those teams that you can talk Maybe about. One like more year. one more year. Yeah, I think you need a consistent base of like all right. There, like I tweeted it out after we beat Utah State. Like Chris Beard can recruit saying that hey, we're gonna make the tournament when we're gonna win. Yep. Because yeah. we've done it three straight years. You yep. know, you take out that COVID year, but like we do it. Yep. And that's what it's all about. Can you put us on a level where people are going to see me? And can you get me to the NBA? And guess what? We've got guys to the NBA. 
now yeah. have their careers panned out. Not necessarily, but still. Well, uh, what, what's the what's the uh, I'm drawing yeah, a Patrick here. Mahomes, dude. What's the yeah. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is winning the NBA too. Now, uh, what's the guy that went to uh, went to the Timberwolves? Uh, uh, my mind's drawn. Jared Culver. He isn't he getting traded? He's in rumors. He should. I hope he gets traded. That's so what he I, goes that's to an organization that can function and not is I, the worst. I, I heard he was in in the room in the trade rumor mill. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, it just randomly popped in my head. Now, uh, I just wanted to kind of. I, I know we kind of diverted a bit for that little topic there, but it just kind of randomly hit me earlier in the week, and I was like, there, there. It feels more of a dispersion of talent, and a little bit better. I I enjoy it because we're seeing schools that haven't been there before, and we're seeing people that may not have gotten highlighted before. Uh, I, I I've yeah, enjoyed it's, it. It's good. It's good. Um, it's, good. it's still fun when the blue bloods are there, though. A little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, cause like, what was it two years ago whenever Duke got knocked out? Uh, like that was a really fun game to watch. Uh, yeah. but, uh, so let's go ahead and finish this out. We're going to take a look at the South region. The, uh, unfortunately the Baylor region, they are rolling through this tournament pretty, pretty handily. They had a good game against Wisconsin, but, um, any big upsets that y'all saw out of this one? I mean, UNT. My favorite. My favorite one, North Texas got their very first win in the tournament. Shout yep. out to them. You got to like that one. Mean Eagles, the Mean Green. There's another great stat out there that's like 200 and something uh, NCAA basketball teams have gotten their first ever tournament wins that's before Nebraska. <laughs> Welcome, North Texas. Uh, yeah, I was man. looking today just to pile on Nebraska real quick. Uh-huh. This is a <laughs> Big Ten Hayden podcast. These coaches get paid. Nebraska's coach was at like number ten on the list. I'm like, well, he's not doing anything. Why? Oh, do you, he's Fred Hoiberg, dude. I know he's not doing anything. Uh, hey, now you know <laughs> the biggest upsets of this bracket is Oral Roberts, yeah, and knocking Oral off Bob's. Dustin Wimmer's Ohio State University, and another shot to the Big Ten. Uh, Remember when Joe was giving us so much shit for picking up against the Big Ten and then what do they do? (laughs) Time out. Let's not shit on the Big Ten because the Big 12 shit themselves enough. Yeah. We have as many teams left as they do. (laughs) What was that? I saw saw a TikTok. I saw saw another another, uh, account, like Red Raider account, tweet about that. And I was like, let's wait until we get some second round games played. And then – Everybody in the Big Twelve lost. I'm like, mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah. So it's no, not, was, it's not uh... shit on other other conferences when there's only mm-hmm. one left for me. Yeah, but the conference that has the most teams only has two. So like yeah. I mean, oh well, Pac Twelve has three, but Pac Twelve's got four. Yeah. Oh yeah, UCLA. I forget UCLA's exists. Yeah. <laughs> Pac twelve. They're doing good. Uh yeah, no, I was watching, watching they're making a, a run. Watching a TikTok and uh, this guy was just hammering golf balls and they had Big Ten teams. Oh yeah, on every golf ball, just boom, gone. Boom. The difference gone. though, the difference though is the Big Ten had has two one seeds, two two seeds, and three of those four are gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know they had several teams that people considered title favorites that have just gotten knocked out. At this point, um, I just hope. I mean, Villanova maybe could upset Baylor, but at this point, I just hope Arkansas can beat Baylor because yeah. now that gives Baylor a pretty easy run. That's yeah. the only thing that's disappointing about like some of these games is like, well, we could be playing Oral Bob. Yeah. Instead of yeah. Oh well. But you know what? I'm okay with Big Twelve losing because I don't want them to have success. <laughs> 
I know we get money for it, but I want it to be us that gets all the success, not them. <laughs> I don't want Baylor to have their first like national championship game. I mean, we we were in it last last one, I guess. No, we need them to get beat by Oral Roberts. I hope they do. I hope they do get beat by Oral Roberts actually in in the uh, in the uh, Elite Eight. That would probably that would make my tournament. That would make my tournament right there. Them yeah, losing to the fifteen. I would I would I'd love it. Um, so that kind of wraps up uh, where we're at with March Madness. Um, out of this, uh, well, I guess out of this one, who do y'all realistically predict? coming out of this. Ba- Baylor still? Baylor over Baylor Arkansas. Arkansas. That should Baylor. be a good game. And okay. I don't see Arkansas winning, but I hope. Yeah. But, you know, if you're looking at it objectively, Baylor, right? I mean, yeah. all all we lose to in the tournament are the teams that go on to win the championship. So, if Arkansas went on a run, it wouldn't shock me. That would – very much. We lost a Virginia that. champion. Yeah, we did. Champion. Yeah, we did. And Damn, you're Arkansas right. Arkansas goes on a run to win it. Yeah, and we can just be like, hey, we'll just lose the champion. So, um, I think it's going to kind of wrap up the March Madness discussion. We'll touch base with y'all uh, over the weekend. So make sure again you're following on all, all the social medias. We'll be posting stuff on there on all of our personal accounts as well as the official Tailgate Talks accounts. Um. So that's going to wrap that up. Uh, let's go ahead and jump over to some football for some free agency updates. Are you ready for uh, what do you got for us, Dustin? I mean, not as much as last week. I don't have to go 100 miles an hour through it like I did last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a few guys signed and mostly a lot of re-signings. Um, the big one was Kenny Galladay, wide receiver to the Giants. They also got Kyle Rudolph and tight end. They're basically given uh daniel jones a prove it year like you got weapons let's do this yeah they're pretty loaded but also curtis samuel to the washington football team it's a good receiver over there um i know your texans had somebody oh philip Lindsay went to the texans patriots got somebody uh he's a good running back and he didn't get enough time i don't think with splitting time with other running backs so i think that's a good pickup yeah, our, our O line is still yeah. shit. Yeah, some big resignings though. T.Y. Hilton resigned the Colts. That helps out. Good old Carson Wentz. That'll be big. Uh, big one in Dominican Sue back to the Bucks. So their whole D line is back. So yep. they're gonna be loaded. Bucks are um, looking dangerous. Juju back with the Steelers. Yeah, whatever. Your boy Will Fuller's to Miami. I saw that. Two of some options. I like that. That was it, one that I liked. It's I mean, good for him. Good for like nine games. Also true. He, he was injured for like literally half his half his contract with us. That's why he Probably had like, more. He it was like he wanted this big contract, and it's like, dude, you get hurt every year. Yep. Why are you shut up? Yep. But those four games, he's healthy. <laughs> oh no! Don't Incredible. get it. Don't get it. Twi- <laughs> like if he's in there and starting and like healthy and like. He makes oh, it through I'm a whole game. Oh, yeah. dude, he's gonna, he's gonna, and you have him on a. If you, if you can put him as a backup running or a wide receiver on your on your fantasy football team, kills it. But you're, for like four games, that's it. Otherwise, like, no, nah, take him right off. But those four games, you go four and zero. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle <laughs> Van Noy back to the Patriots. Patrick Pete or not Patrick? Uh, 
Yeah, Patrick Peterson to the Vikings. I don't know what that really does for him, but good for him getting out of Arizona. I mean, good job, I Cliff. Way to way to keep I your guys. Your career kind of got wasted. <laughs> like one of the best secondary guys we've seen in a long time. Yeah, and like he just hung out. They basically replaced him with AJ Green. I mean, what are they going to do? Like him and Larry Fitzgerald are just going to be the old guys on the team and. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> old, old AJ Green's gonna get hurt week one. I mean, AJ Green was like hurt the last like year and a half, so maybe he'll have a resurgence. Who knows? He's definitely going motion as much as Cliff wants. Like, oh, uh, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Uh, they they re-signed James White, or they signed James White. Yeah, that would didn't even make my list. Yeah, <laughs> I thought um, that was bigger. Never mind. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Raiders got King and Drake and John Brown. Those are kind of whatever moves. Good yeah. money for those guys. But last one, uh, Mitch Trubisky to the Bills. Sorry to Jillian's uh, Bears kind of ditching on him. Yep. Yeah. Andy. Mm-hmm. Rifle. Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I think you're better off with Mitch because he can actually move out of that pocket yeah. without that offensive line. Andy Dalton's going to get murdered back there. Yeah, I feel so bad for Good you. For Mitch, like, go to Buffalo, make backup money for a year or two, kind of mm-hmm. have maybe a resurgence and bounce around Ryan Fitzpatrick style. Oof, that's a hard legend to live not, up to, though. No, 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 not like, maybe, yeah. like win games, but like go bounce <laughs> around as a backup a little bit and like, sure. see what's up. Sure. Marcus Mario. Follow that Chase Daniel path, man. It makes a lot yeah, of money. Yeah. <laughs> and you only have to play like one two years. <laughs> and you can make money and not only that, you're healthy at the end of your career. Like Oh yeah. Dude, it's not it's actually being a backup quarterback in the NFL, good way to go. You had a lot of like obviously other like medium mediocre signings all over. You still got yeah, yeah. Davian Clowney, Melvin Gordon out there. I heard Clowney was talking to the Browns today. That could be a huge signing. That would be actually that would be good for them. That'd be freaking scary. Yeah, that'd be really good for them. Visually, uh, NFL free agency. He's he's no. Jadavian Clowney is good when he's fighting for something. I love Jadavian Clowney as a football player. He's a he it, messes ahead. up everything you want to do. He might not get the stats. He might not like be your defensive end that gets all the sacks. Okay, he's going to be in on every play and jack up everything. Oh yeah, but but he he's a player that that well for the Texans anyways. He played harder when he was fighting for something. Like he was he was trying to get on a, like a, a contract extension with the Texans, and then we just traded him off. But um, okay, so I think uh, I think that wraps up the big trades. We're going to go ahead and move on and discuss the NBA. And we'll talk a little bit about the wind pool as well as a little bit of news updates. A couple of big things happened this past week. Uh, there we go. Every time. Um, uh, that's as long as I can make that clip without us getting... Uh, no. Without us that's getting a hit. perfect. That's all we imagined it to be. <laughs> I think I got the right segment of that. Yeah. Um, so wind pull updates. Uh, me and Dustin are still tied. I can't believe that. Uh, one seventeen apiece. Back and forth battle over. Yeah, there. Brooks is uh, uh gaining a lead Just on us. Up, baby. <laughs> twenty one points or twenty one wins ahead of us. Uh, we still got a ways to go. I don't know. All your teams might choke. I don't, I don't think that's comebackable, guys. It's no. comebackable. Okay, it's comebackable. No. Uh, 
Come back. I got like not a word. teams that are hot at the same time all the time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not comebackable. I've got <laughs> three of the top four teams in the West and the Jazz, the Suns, and the Clippers. Uh, and I got the Bucks who have Giannis, and they're good. Yeah, that's a solid one. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're we're coming back from it's, that. It's, it's just it's a battle between you two. <laughs> it is for not losing. That's what we're trying mm-hmm. to do here. Um. So, I extended my lead by three games on uh, Monday night alone. I, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to quit. Yeah, you're, you're, you're bragging now. I hope While you know that. Go ahead and turn around and put some ice on that picture back there because your boy's going to need some help. Yeah. <laughs> just tape a little baggie or just put some like uh, some silicone cubes right there. Um, so yeah, that'll be our first topic of the NBA that we, we do have a little bit of news for it. Uh, a little bit of updates. LeBron is indefinitely out for the season. He'll probably be probably, that's what it, that's what the report said. Uh, indefinitely. That was LaMelo that had the indefinitely out for the season. LeBron is LeBron's like, LeBron has a high ankle sprain. He's going to be out for like a couple weeks and then he's going to come back bigger, better, stronger than ever. I gotta Dude, his looked bad. His looked like a like a offensive lineman, like football player, got rolled up on. Looked kind of bad, kind of concerned. Yeah, um, not kidding. Yeah. It looked bad. Know. That that's it. Didn't look good. It didn't look good. It's gonna like hurt Arley. It was okay. It's okay. I don't expect to win anymore. Anyways, I, I'm I'm already like basketball but, has been like the loss of of my confidence in in shot bets. So. When Brooks, when do you expect him back? Like, what do you think? Four. They said they said longer? four weeks. They said four you weeks. Him to make it by then, or do you expect him to kind of milk it a little? I mean, it's LeBron, and he spends a crazy amount of money on his body. It yeah. would shock me if he's back in like two weeks. Um, it wouldn't shock trying me. Trying to get that MVP, so trying to. Um, this team's this team with him, with him and AD on the sideline. Like this team needs to make a move, which like is another topic here in a little bit. Trade deadline, yeah. But I mean, they they're not they they suck without both of them. Uh, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, they can't be carried uh, by by the rest of the team. They need the rest of the team to perform well, but uh, without one or the other on the court, uh, it's it it's it's probably uh, looking at a lower seed going into the uh going into the playoffs uh so it was i maybe i maybe i just thought i read lebron and it was lamella then lamella's and de- like undefinitely yep. indefinitely out for the season uh he had surgery yesterday okay and there's talks that he it might just be four weeks for him and he might be able if they make the playoffs be back by then but okay huh. um well because he's up for rookie of the year right oh yeah he's so, he he's He's the rookie of the year until yeah, yeah. so. Okay, so uh, next big, uh, next big huge news. Uh, very, very proud. Very happy to hear this. Yeah, uh, congratulations, R- Rockets. We broke the twenty game losing streak. Not twenty game record for winning. No, 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 no. All right, sorry to bait that one for you guys. Uh but 20-game <laughs> losing streak. And not to mention, hold on, well, I'm not done with this. Uh, Rockets yeah. are talking about trading away Oladipo before Thursday. Great sense. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Trade him. So, Trade yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I got it. I, I, I was working it out there. I was working on it. Tank for Cade. Oh, Tank dude. for Cade. I, I don't even. 
I got. I, I mean, I said at the beginning of the season, I got no hope for this season on the Rockets. I want to pull for them. I do. The but... Houston Cade Cunninghams. Yeah, oh, don't dude, draft him. He's six eight, dude. Uh, six, eight. I, I swear, <laughs> if if I end up <laughs> fucking losing this bet, and 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 Cade Cunningham Houston jersey, I will murder you too. You will wear no. You will wear that. No, there's no way we're getting you. That. You will you will turn and be like, oh, I actually like this guy. No, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I see, don't want to hear more about him. I'm two steps ahead of Houston, I'm going to hear about him all the time. Oh, you will. Uh, I hope. I hope. Because we won't. We won't shut up about it. No, you won't. <laughs> I know you eight. won't. I know it will happen. Eight. I'm not looking forward to that at all. I'm going to end up like, like, like. I'm, I'm going to end up putting tape over the back of my jersey on the name. Sister just... Jean, I ask you to pray for Kate Cunningham <laughs> to go to Houston. Sister Jean, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Good. I hope that doesn't happen. All right. So, anyways, uh, so trade deadline <laughs> moving forward. Uh, so that was the first big trade that 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 is in the discussion. Is Rockets are talking about moving Oladipo out, which I think, in all honesty, for for Oladipo would be better for him. Uh, get him to somebody that has a playoff chance. He's a good-hearted dude, and he's not going to be out there on on Twitter and Instagram and like bashing the Rockets. Like, hey, I want out of Houston. This sucks. Like, he's not going to be that guy. But he's 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 a good dude. Well, and, and when people factor in, like he's a good. I I feel dude. like he is though. Like I feel like that's part of it. Like, do you know him? Huh? <laughs> you don't know him. I don't. He shook hands with it's him. It's the impression. All right. You looked into his I eyes. That's what it's I love about fans being like, he's a good guy. He seems like a good know. guy. Does he not? Does a he certain. Seem, does he seem like a, like, a, like a shitty person? A certain player in Houston. I don't know. Was does a good he judge character? I, I feel like I'm a good judge of character. Whatever. I feel like he's good. Anyways, so uh, any of the trade trade stuff? I mean, uh, we, we dabbled in it a little bit earlier. Uh, Lakers might be looking to make some moves. Just, who, yeah, who do you want? Yeah, uh, who do you yeah, think so, they're going to pick up? I mean, I mean, who do I want? I, I don't really know what the Lakers can really trade besides, like, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and maybe they could trade that Montrez uh, contract. I don't know. The, the big names that are out there – uh, of course, Kyle Lowry is one of the main guys that's getting Ooh. talked about. Miami and the Sixers, and then all of a sudden the Lakers appeared in that. Um, there's uh, Aaron Gordon out of uh, Orlando. He yeah, is a big talk. To me. Um, look for the Celtics in that play. But like, what and then, he do for them? Um, he's just in. He's just been for Orlando a long time. So a lot of people are high on him. You put him in a good organization or a better team maybe he like as a third or fourth best player is like really good for you but when he's being relied on to be like your first or second best player he's not going to be that other you know pj tucker went to the bucks that that's a good trade for the bucks um you know it'll be interesting because there's not really any big names out there like i I don't know what kyle lowry is going to do for you like the miami heat like I is Kyle Lowry going to make you better than the Nets well, or the Sixers? No. If I you're the Sixers, I think get, you get him. I think they need to get him just because Goran Dragic gets hurt so much. Now he's great. For yeah, them. but if the asking price is Tyler Hero, I don't think you do that. Nope. Yeah, the, and and I think that's what the what the Raptors are asking for on that. So, um, Lakers wise, I, I don't really know what they can do. Um, because they've traded pretty much all their picks just to get AD. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't really think they have any opportunities of, ma- of making moves here. 
so I, I think their best bet is just to wait and see who gets bought out and like try to get Andre Drummond or uh, somebody like that who gets bought out. But other than that, it's just kind of I, it, it's tough to see because there's some rumors. I think if you just go to the ESPN and hit like the NBA homepage, it'll tell you like all the rumor players. Um, there's somebody else that's on there that uh, Lonzo or. Yeah, yeah, Lonzo Ball is kind of Lonzo's like a big top. He's like, we won out of uh, out of uh, New Orleans. Like, okay. Thursday's the deadline. Yeah, tomorrow, 2 p.m. Our our time is the trade deadline. Um, so it, tomorrow will be an interesting day. There's usually a lot of little small trades trying to – Yeah, people trying to get rid of contracts, uh, stuff like that. There was an interesting thing I heard today is Portland might want Aaron Gordon. And I think that would be a really good fit for Aaron Gordon. I, like I would that. really like yeah. that. For, That'd be a good spot. I also know um, there's Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I think Dame's one of the most fun people to watch in the NBA. So getting him some help, I, I think that that would be good for, yeah. good for the sport. But the main teams to watch are going to be the Celtics because they're just kind of in a free fall right now. They need some change. Yeah, right. Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart is a name to watch on that. Um, they're they're not going to get rid of him though. People want him, but they're not going to. There, I think there's possibility. I think there's he a high possibility he's trade I traded. I wouldn't be um, shocked trade him because he's like the heart of that team and franchise for the last few years. Yeah, I would be shocked too, but. I think he's I a mean, good. I think he's a great role player for a championship type team. If they're going to get somebody good, they're going to have to trade him. If they think they need somebody like Aaron Gordon, they're going to trade him. And mm. so I, I don't know that the Celtics are in a free fall. They need something. They, uh, they, Blazers they are a, a team to watch. Blazers are kind of like that team that's like, hey, can we make a run? Can we get somebody? Um, of course, the you know Miami Heat are looking for somebody. Denver, all of my um, team, awesome. Um, the Suns, <laughs> Suns are a team to watch too. I, I don't think they make any big, gigantic trades, but if they can get like one or two like good role players, that's 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 going to be fun to watch. So, so coming down the stretch, if the Lakers don't make any big trades or any sort of moves here. With LeBron and AD out, do you think that they hold on and stay in the playoffs? Yeah, they're they're not going to drop out of the playoffs. It's a no. si- it's a six game spread, and they're I think what Owen Owen two without LeBron. Owen two, yeah, I think something like something that. Something like that. Uh, so that that's the only thing. It's just that they're, they're they're six games ahead of Golden State, sitting in ninth right now, and so like. Looking at that, like I, I, I mean, LeBron comes back and what four yeah, weeks, six weeks? Like, is there any risk Curry's of them not, not making playing. it? None of those teams are gonna go on like that kind of crazy win streak. They're, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Okay, no, I'm just curious. No. I'm not but, worried about it. Um, all right, so I guess that that'll kind of wrap up the NBA. Uh, again, we're 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 gonna probably keep y'all posted as much as we can on trade talk over the next day. Uh, probably just retweet it out. Whatever. Yeah, we we'll just have big. like a recap of everything next week. We can do that. That works. Um, so I think that's going to kind of wrap up the episode. Uh, got got a little bit of a short one this week, honestly. Uh, not too too much going on. We got to talk about the tournament. Obviously, everybody's been watching that. But um, good week so far. 
Uh, so let's go ahead and, and wrap up the episode now. Uh, Dustin, final shot for the week. Do you have one for us? I do. What I do didn't you have one until earlier today. Huh. But well, NHL and ref talk, Brooks is going to like this one. Ooh. Yeah, you know what I'm about to talk about. The NHL fired a ref today midseason <clears throat> after it came out that live on TV last night, he went to review and said, yeah, I just wanted to get Nashville for a penalty, so we're going to give this one. Let's go! So there's some accountability by a league and the officials, and just bam, see ya. Harley, screw everything I said about hockey. We are a hockey podcast now. <laughs> I knew I knew this would hit Brooks on so many levels. Like, oh, <laughs> that's funny. And the very few people, and we're getting some ref accountability. So we have a league taking accountability on their officials and saying, you know what? You're going to be a shitty official and say, oh, we just wanted to get you for that. And that's me as a ref saying that. Like, that's making us all look bad. Yeah. Like, you don't just pick out, oh, I wanted to get this team for one. No. That's- and that's a fucking professional ref. That's yep. Yes. So, good for the NHL on doing that. All right. All right. That's it. We're, we're, God, we're officially a hockey, a hockey podcast. Can we, do we have awesome. anything? I don't think we have anything for the no, NHL. No, that's it we're, for me. We're, we're, we're done. Uh, <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> it's good though, but like that's what you want to see all along. No, it's that like, is that is happened, and it happened so quick. This happened last night, and by like lunchtime today, they're like, "Yeah, he's gone." That's fantastic though. Like, but that's like because like you have it as a sports fan, you have it in the back of your head. Like, <laughs> does this guy just hate us? And, and so I was like, that's amazing. Love if the Big Twelve would do this. Imagine oh my god. Like, Hey, maybe it'll start a trend for us, Brooks. Maybe we'll get some of these Big 12 refs out. It's a step in the right Brooks, direction. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if Doug Sermons had something like this. On. Oh, my God. <sighs> I would die. <laughs> there, there was literally – so I'm watching the start of the Kansas game. There's like three really bad calls at the start of it. And then close in Zoom of one of the refs, <laughs> Doug Sermons. I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> but, I mean, it didn't matter at the end. Yeah, there's um, accountability for you. Oh man! All right, so good. I think I think Dustin wins final shots on that one. I I don't I don't yeah, have I don't even, I don't even want to, I don't even want to give <laughs> final shots. I don't, I don't, I don't like... have a big one. I can't. I was gonna <laughs> make up something on the spot. Like I just thought of something like a little bit before that, and then you just I don't. It's not even there. You blew it out of my mind. <laughs> Let's let's go. Let's all go. Right. Um, well, all right. That's it, guys. We're done. I don't think. Uh, do you want any any final shot for the week? I'm good. Uh, I, I'm, I'm passing on mine. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna steal a Rogers. Like Twenty years since the Randy Johnson killed a bird with That's the baseball hilarious. pitch. No, it's the most amazing, me, like once in a lifetime thing you'll you'll ever see. see. We're we're finding this. Oh, also, um, I think we're. Uh, two or three years since we destroyed Buffalo in the uh, nice when Buffalo was so hyped up. Like, yeah, gonna win this I was going through my time hop today, and it was on my Buffalo. tweets of like kicking Buffalo's ass. <laughs> there we go. Dove, dove hunting season. Boom.
It just explodes. It's going slow motion now. That's the most Randy Johnson thing ever, too. That, that yeah. Dude, the... <laughs> yeah. Sorry for our listening audience. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. All right. That's going to wrap up the show for us this guy or this week, guys. Good God. Uh, too many shots taken. I'm sorry. Um, so, again, uh, shot bet picks for the week. Uh, we only have the first one so far, uh, which is me and Brooks riding with Oregon. Dustin riding with USC. He did the YMCA dance for us earlier. It was very elegant. Um, that's going to be the first shot bet. Second shot bet pick for oh, this the week is, oh, God, that Can't was. That. <laughs> yeah, hit it. Hit it. Look, it's, it's, it's like a lot. I don't even know. I, uh, okay, we might have to clip this for, for Instagram. Just you two dancing. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that, was that was beautiful. Uh, second shot bet pick will be posted out on social media pages. Make sure you're looking out for that. We'll be on Instagram and uh, Twitter. So be on the lookout for those polls. Uh, the poll is how you'll get your vote in. And again, if you end up losing on your shot bet, make sure you send us those videos. Either uh, either retweet it to us, tag us in it, whatever you want to do. Or if you just want to send it to our email, feel free to do that as well. To take part in these shot bets along with us. Just have some fun. Um, so again, uh, social media pages. If you're not already following Twitter, it is at tailgate underscore talks. Instagram and Facebook as well. You can just type tailgate talks into the search bar and it'll pop up for you. Uh, personal accounts. Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, you can find him at Calvin B. Barrett. Me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. And again, email tailgatetalkspot at gmail.com. Uh, and don't forget uh, to check out the YouTube channel. Uh, we, we, we post all of all of the edited down uh, versions of the uh, podcast itself to the uh, YouTube page. So you can use that and just kind of see our facial reactions. If you ever wanted to kind of scroll over a part of the show and you're like, Oh, what they look like while they were doing. Like, if you want to see Dustin and Brooks's dances, and you want to see how it came to be, you can you can go straight to the YouTube. YouTube. And check those out. Uh, and again, there is no T-shirt giveaway for this week. Again, uh, those are going to be all centered or focused around the tournament. And again, the uh, first, second, and third place winners of our bracket challenge will be getting a T-shirt along with the uh, big money prizes, uh, Eddie Money. Corey Hayes and Jillian first, second, and third right now. Um, all right, guys, I think it's gonna wrap up the show. Uh, any any last little input? Y'all doing good? And we're done. All right, guys, thank you everybody. Who hung out with us, Roger, Jillian, J Jack. Appreciate you guys talking in the chat for a little while there. Everybody on Facebook. Hopefully uh, y'all enjoy the show as well. Thank you for coming by. And uh, that's that's a wrap for this episode. We'll catch y'all again on social media and next week on Wednesday. <laughs>